it's important to almost focus on those failures and those setbacks and those obstacles because they're what build you up and make you great. I, I truly don't think, and I don't know, but I truly don't think that if I hadn't faced some of the stuff that I did, that I would be where I am today and I would have the mindset that I do today. Hello and welcome to episode one of Before the Lights podcast, stories behind high performers. I'm your host, Brittany Wilson, and today I'm going to be sharing my story as well as my reasoning behind starting Before the Lights podcast. So to start out, I started Before the Lights because I, like anybody else, have my own story, and it's a story many people don't know. And I think all in all kind of made me who I am today, and I've learned so much from my failures and my obstacles that I've had to face that have made me the athlete and the person that I am today. So I just want to share my story and have this be a platform for other people to share theirs as well. In my life, I think I've had some major um, obstacles, I would call them, that I wouldn't say they were roadblocks or anything, but some hard stuff I've had to face in my life that a lot of people don't know about. I've even found myself not really telling a lot of even my teammates or friends about it because I just want to portray, you know, the person who is successful on the soccer field and in the classroom and works really hard. But I think sharing my story and not keeping them so deep down is really important and helpful. So um, some of the things that I would call obstacles in my life have been things such as witnessing abusive relationships, addiction, alcoholism, not personally, but that I've witnessed. I think another would be just bad relationships and dealing with my own sort of addictions or bad focuses is what I would call them. So um, I'll definitely go over all of this and just explain my story and why I think these obstacles have made me who I am today and why I think it's so, so important to face these things and overcome them and also share them and kind of turn them into a fuel or power for you to do whatever you want in your life and to succeed. So I still think I have a lot to learn and I know that I'll still face a lot of obstacles in the future, but I'm actually so thankful for everything I've faced in my life this far and I'm excited to see what I can do with it in the future. So to start out, the abusive relationship. I think when I was young, my parents had a relationship that wasn't exactly healthy. Growing up, you think your parents are the best, right? You think they're going to set the, set the example. And I just want to preface all of this with that. I think my mom and my dad and my sister and everybody in my family are amazing. And I think they're human like anybody else. And they've made mistakes, but they've learned from them. And I'm so proud of where they are today. So in no way do I want this to paint them in a negative light, but I'm just telling my story and um, what I see from it. So starting from a young age, I could tell that the relationship wasn't exactly healthy. So I could see that sometimes my parents would have big blow up fights and 
that was normal, right? My friends would say that their parents fight, but when my parents fought, sometimes the cops would show up and there was abuse in the relationship. And I almost got used to it and a little numb to it to where I would have to break up fights or I would have to call the police. And I think I kind of took that upon myself and I think I had to kind of grow up pretty early on in life to be somewhat of a protector for my family and just try to help the situation as much as I could. But from that, I really think I learned that that is not love. I looked to my parents as the example of what love should be or what marriage should be. And I've realized that, and they have realized too, that that was not love tearing somebody else down and not having a base behind your relationship and being able to do some of the things they did to each other is is not okay and I think I realized from that that there are good relationships and there are healthy things in life and it doesn't have to be like that but you have to have the strength to get up and stand up for yourself and get away from the things that are tearing you down get away from the people that aren't raising you up or wanting to see you succeed so I think that's one of the things that really pushed me in the beginning is to want to work hard to not exactly end up like that or end up in a relationship like that I think it took a lot of strength to get past being afraid of relationships because I think that would have been very easy is just to kind of shut down and and be afraid to get involved with anyone and I think I faced that for a while but for the most part I realized from this obstacle that there can be amazing relationships in this life and I think love is one of the most important things in the foundation of this life and that it's obtainable if you work hard and you're smart and you look out for yourself and the people that you love and try to foster those healthy relationships. So throughout my life, my parents really just remained in that relationship and it was extremely toxic and I saw that but I didn't exactly know how to help and I don't think it was exactly my position to help. I always gave them advice on what I think they should do, but of course I, I didn't know the ins and outs of the relationship and I think they thought they loved each other and they tried as hard as they possibly could, but at the end of the day it was just extremely unhealthy. During that time I continued playing soccer and I continued diving straight into that and I think it was really my outlet in many ways and I think that was healthy, but in some ways it also was just a distraction for me which I think made me good at the time and made me very, very focused. But I think realizing now, looking back, that it could have been in some ways unhealthy that I didn't really deal with what I was, what was happening and that I just kind of shoved it down. So moving on to my next obstacle that I faced, I think... My mother is the most amazing person in the world and I've learned so much from her in a positive light, but I think I've also learned a lot from her failures as well. And that's not to say that I think she's awful or bad in any way, but I think she's faced a lot of things in her life and she's had to overcome her own obstacles. So a little story and background behind my mom. During... I think my early years, I was about four or five, she lost and had to bury her entire family, two brothers and her mom and, mom and dad in the span 
of about three to five years. Unfortunately, her youngest brother, Andy, was hit on C-470 trying to retrieve a box that fell out of his car and he was killed. His other brother was in the car with him and witnessed that. Soon after, her mother died of liver issues. Then her father died of cancer. And then soon after that, her oldest brother, Jeff, was struggling emotionally, financially, in a lot of ways, and he ended up killing himself. So my mom was left to pick up all the pieces, and she pretty much just had me and my sister left, and her relationship that was a bit unsteady and unhealthy, so she dove really far into alcohol and trying to numb that pain, and not that it was an excuse, but she did have a lot to deal with, and I think she just wanted to get away as much as she could. Um, instead of using that to cherish the relationship she had now, she kind of dove into alcoholism, and now she's so amazing, and she's realized that she has so much in this life, and that she's doing so good, and she's been sober for so long, but just the story behind her addiction, I think it started when I was pretty young, and just kind of continually got worse. I think I noticed it at a very young age when she sometimes at night would get mean or angry and it just wasn't herself and I didn't exactly know what was going on. But as I got older, I realized it. Me and my sister kind of felt responsible for looking after her and she would often lie about it and hide it because she knew that she shouldn't be doing it and she kind of wanted to keep it from us, but we cared about her and wanted her the best for her. So... It was just really hard to deal with seeing someone you love go through that. So as it got worse when I was in high school, she ended up going to rehab once when I was in high school. And then when I got into college, there were a lot of things that happened again in her relationship with my father that made her dive even deeper into that. So... I think that was a really hard time for me just to see her kind of getting even close to death. And there wasn't really anything I could do because I couldn't tell her to not drink because it just wouldn't work at that point. It's just, it was too complex. In a similar way, in high school, I kind of fell into my own addiction, I would call it. I don't know if I'd call it an addiction, but I was very focused on myself and my image and... I wanted to be loved so badly that I think I didn't know the real definition of love. I mean, I grew up I grew up in a household without a strong faith and luckily in high school I developed a faith and accepted Jesus in, into my life and he found me and I think that really helped so much and helped me get through all these things. But what I fell into was a bit of eating disorder, bulimia during high school and I really Looking back, I think that's because I was really focusing on what that I what I could control at the time because there was so much that I could not control. I couldn't control the unhealthy relationship, what happened to my family, the addiction of my mom. I couldn't control any of that, but I could control soccer and how hard I worked on the field, and I could control maybe my body and how it looked, and I fell into that, and I think it was super unhealthy for a long time, but I think once I started really 
looking back and looking forward almost into what I could do on the field and what I could be as a person looking deep into myself, I realized that that was so unhealthy and that there's so many better ways to do it. I think now my habits are better than ever. I'm eating as healthy as I possibly can, sleeping well, just really focusing on training and school and soccer. And that's truly what I love to do more than anything. So uh, I've really dove into that and I think that's healthy now and I've overcome that obstacle but it really took me a while to realize that that's not something I should be trying to control in that way so that was definitely a struggle for me I really realized that life is pretty messy but I can focus on the good and work hard for it and I think after I realized that things were going great for me soccer wise I had Um, gotten invites to the U19 and U20 national team camps and those were an amazing experience. I had been committed to the University of Denver for a long time and I was getting excited for that so there was a lot of positive things in my life and I was working really really hard to just be the best that I possibly could and I was super blessed with all these opportunities that I got as well so it was not just me obviously but working really, really hard and kind of focusing on the really good things in life, although there were the bad, it really, really helped me kind of get out of that slump where I was in. So another obstacle I had to face about in high school and then into my freshman year of high school, or sorry, my freshman year of college um, was my dad's affair. So at the time, again, my mom was kind of deteriorating with the alcoholism. My dad, I think, found comfort in somebody else. So I think I'm not sure to this day how long it had been going on, but I found out actually on the way to my official visit to the University of Denver. We were driving in the car and I saw a message on his phone and it was not my mom and I could tell it was not just a friendly message. So Unfortunately, I was the one to find out that this was all happening and I had to tell my mom and kind of create this big, even bigger riff in their relationship than there already was. So that was extremely messy. My mom ended up my freshman year going to rehab twice and each time didn't really work. My freshman year was uh, kind of a series of me going back and forth from, luckily I was close. I lived very close to DU, so going back and forth, kind of checking in, kind of being that protector again uh, that I felt like I had to be. I don't necessarily know if I did the best job, but I felt like I had to kind of look out for people. My mom went to rehab twice. My parents ended up getting a divorce, and my sister went through a pretty bad depression in which I took probably the hardest because she is one of my best friends and I think she's so amazing and it was really hard seeing her going through what she did so I kind of felt responsible for that and in some ways I just dove into the college life I kind of let go of maybe just a bit of the good habits and like and kind of dove into kind of maybe the party scene or whatever you call it and it just was not for f- fulfilling for me. And I, I think going out and hanging out with friends is great, but um, just the whole party scene was not fulfilling for me at all. And soon I realized that, but um, just because of all of this, I really realized that life, again, is so messy, but 
I can I can focus on what's good and I'm not necessarily responsible for those things that happen in my life, but I can really, really have faith that it's going to get better and I can trust, I can trust that in my life I can kind of focus on the good and work for that. So that was exciting for me. And at the same time, I think my parents' divorce was one of probably the best things that could have ever happened. That sounds a little backwards, but I think my parents' relationship was just very toxic for kind of everyone involved. So um, now my mom's doing amazing. She's found her faith as well. Um, She's been sober for months and months. My sister is doing great. She just got accepted to CU Boulder and she is the most amazing artist I've ever seen. And I'm so excited for her to see where she's going to go and what she's going to do with all of that. She's just so talented. And I think we both kind of took our talents and ran with them just because of the obstacles that we had to face and that we had to grow up a little sooner than most, I would say. So I think there's a lot more that goes into my story. And usually when I was, I would tell my story, I'd probably focus on soccer and school and my success. But I really want this podcast to be more about the things that you don't really always tell people. And I, and I know it's not easy to share these things. I think there's a lot of people that are going to be shocked to hear these things because we all portray ourselves in such a positive light, especially on social media or just how we look day to day. We try to show the image of our best selves, but I think I want to show the image of kind of my true self and show people that it's important to almost focus on those failures and those setbacks and those obstacles because they're what build you up and make you great. I I truly don't think, and I don't know, but I truly don't think that if I hadn't faced some of the stuff that I did, that I would be where I am today and I would have the mindset that I do today. And that's not to say I'm exactly where I want to be. Um, I have a lot of goals I want to play professionally. I want to get involved with the national team again and I have a long way to go. But despite all of that, I I think failure is what has made me who I am today. And sharing this story is really great for me. And I think it could be great for others. So that is the whole reason behind Before the Lights podcast. And there's so much more that goes into my story. And I'm looking forward to continuing to share things with you guys if you want to know more or if you want tips on anything or any ideas for the podcast, please let me know. So a little bit about Before the Lights. This was all thought up because I really took a hard look at myself and realized that I wasn't really displaying my true self. On social media, I post pictures of, like anybody else, like the highlights of my life. But I want people to know the true story behind me and behind other people. I think, in a way, athletes strive for perfection. I think that's a great thing to do, and it's necessary to do in athletics. But I think, in a way, it's really good for our athletes and other high performers to be able to share their true story because... Again, life is messy and we're human and we're imperfect and it's great to share kind of our failures and 
what we've learned from this life. And I think it's really meaningful and it can inspire other people. And I'm so excited to be inspired by um, these other people from national champions to Olympians. And I think they all have their own true, unique stories that really have made them who they are today. So I'm excited to share those with you. And if you ever want to be on the podcast or you know somebody that would be great for the podcast, please let me know. You can either reach me on my social media at Brittany1Wilson or you can send me an email at beforethelightspodcast at gmail.com. I hope this inspires you to embrace the ups and downs of your life and live to your full potential. Go out and live your story and don't be afraid to share it. If you liked this podcast, please, please screenshot it and share it on any um, of your social media platforms. It'd be great to get this message out and get this podcast out and share it with other people. So thank you so much for spending your time with me and I look forward to talking to you soon.